episode of Splitting Cases. The guest we have in today has a topic that I am very fond of and I've been wanting to do for a while and also not to, you know, put too much pressure on her, but a speaking voice that I just love. Oh, stop it. That look already. She's like, oh, stop it. Do you come with the car? Oh, you. There's uh, definitely a short list of topics that we're waiting for and this was definitely one of them. Yeah, absolutely. And before we reveal what it is, we've sort of almost set the scene for it. We have like the the candlestick with a large candle with the little mini candles. We have a a guide to this particular topic on the, the on the table here. And um, we also have a lot of merchandise. Yeah, of our certainly own. Certainly a super fan sitting next to me. Hi, Cecilia. Hello. Nice to meet you. No, well, well you know, yes, I've yeah. met you, but to the people well, it's here... It's nice for our listeners to meet you. Yeah, not to get too specific, but she's a newsreader and has a lovely, like, speaking voice, and I've said that already, but I just... Oh, now you're embarrassing me. I'm embarrassing <laughs> you. embarrassing me. Well, to embarrass myself, like, the first time I met her, I was like, don't sing it, don't sing it, Cecilia, you're breaking my... And she's like, it's okay, everybody does that. No, seriously, they do. Really? Probably once a fortnight at least. I thought it was just because I was a generally embarrassing no, person that I felt the need to sing that to you. Oh, no, I'm glad that you did. <laughs> I, I like it when people sing it to me. It's lovely. You like it? It's, no, it's really lovely. People just breaking out in song around me. That's nice, That's right? nothing to complain about. Pointy, is there any songs about points? Pointy? I don't think so. Pointing? Not that Pointing? I can recall off the top of my head. No. Yeah, no. Just hear the crickets. Yeah. yeah. Also, by the way, there's this song, and I'm going to have to send you the link. It's by this New Zealand songwriter. It's called Oh Cecilia, and I've been listening to it for a couple of months now, and now I can at least say I don't automatically think it's Simon and Garfunkel's Cecilia when I see you. There is another song with Cecilia in it. Well, I think you're you cheating on Simon and Garfunkel now. No. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think so. you might be. Well, next time I see you... You have to sing that. I will. I promise. Instead of Simon and Garfunkel. I promise. We'll, see, we'll, we'll test the waters, see how it goes. <laughs> it could catch on. Then we can. It could catch on. It could catch on. But we can. We can revert back we to can. Simon. Okay. So I have that free pass to. Yep. Oh, you can have some try. sort of call and response next time someone does it to you. <laughs> you can retort. Exactly. Yeah. I like if this. I said Cecilia, you could say I'm breaking your heart, and then you could just say, "Shut up, shut up, <laughs> go <boss."> away." <laughs> no, uh, I'd never say that. No. So. What's your topic? I'll let you introduce it. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Yes. Certainly one that I want to do. And the reason this is your topic is because I sat um, on the desk and sidled up to you the other day and I noticed (laughs) that... Nothing sus. And and as we explained earlier off mic, you were creepily looking in her bag. It made it seem like I was going through her bag. I was not. I just noticed she had her bag open and there was was a spine of a Buffy DVD in there. And I was like... So you're a fan, hey? Am I a fan? Well, Hold on. yes. I'm even going to dim the light slightly because we have, like, buffy candles. and If only it was stormy. Ooh. Oh, this is very atmospheric. I know, right? Slightly vampire-y. Mm. Now, I'm sure the listeners appreciate the um, ambiance that we have in the room. The listeners can appreciate the ambiance I tell them to appreciate. <laughs> 
that's terrible. Yeah, Listeners, turn your lights down. Yeah, turn your lights down. Set the scene. And if you're just walking somewhere, just close your eyes for a second or two. Just don't cross any roads. <laughs> and if you're driving... Don't close your don't eyes. Don't close your eyes. You probably just have to put up with the daylight. Hopefully you're not a vampire and driving in the daylight. I do sometimes close my eyes just for a second when I'm driving. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's I alarming. I don't know. That is alarming, Pointy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't do I it. Just have you. <laughs> when I get near large, with like high windows. I mean, this isn't oh. frequent daily, but maybe That's just good to know. once a month. Just, you know, just for a second or two. While, you, while you're actually driving, On though. the freeway, yeah. spin the wheel. Yeah, I mean, if you're just driving straight, what, what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, can I, can oh, I wow. list the worst things that could happen? No. Um, okay, so before we get to our guests' rabid fandom of Buffy, I haven't seen it since it originally aired. Much, like, in, in like I've seen random episodes, mm. but I was a huge fan when it originally aired. Oh, so was I. And... I got Nothing Cutesy, the box set of all the seasons for her birthday a few years back, and she ended up being working on Night Shift at the time, watching it without me, so I haven't been able to get back in and watch it chronologically. Well, I suggest you do, because it is amazing. Pointy's been rather quiet on it since we've been, you know, trying to save the gold for the mic since Cecilia came around, but Mm -hmm. what's your experience with Buffy? I remember I watched the first episode. I think it was on Prime at the time when I watched I think it. It was on correct. Prime at the time. And I, I assume it must have been like 95, 97. maybe? 97. Yeah, okay, really? a bit older than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, That's when it debuted, like season one. Mm-hmm. So okay. I remember I had... Uh, this is very specific. I don't know why I remember this, but I do. Because it had such an impact but on you. Yeah. I'd been to Harvey Norman that day and bought um, a Star Wars game. Uh, for my PC. Wow. Wow. Back to 2015. <laughs> and when his wife goes shopping, she brings him back Star Wars figures to, you know, cheer him up. It's a lifelong obsession. What can I say? And so, so I came I home that. and played the game for a little bit and then stopped and watched Buffy. And uh, can't say I um, hated it. I quite enjoyed it. And yeah. I did watch it for quite a while. Mm. I'd probably stop watching it after a couple of years yeah but then maybe in early 2000s or after it had finished anyway i went Mm. back and watched all of it from start to finish and there was a lot of it that held up better than what i thought it would i think it holds up super well we were talking to cecilia about my love of charmed before and i think the early seasons of charmed don't hold up as well as the early seasons of buffy in terms of special effects at all yeah i think the like first season of buffy's a bit hit and miss yeah yeah but, yeah but you know it's the first season you've you know listened to the first couple episodes of splitting cases probably aren't our best episodes <laughs> oh, you've got I to start know. somewhere i don't know the first if you if you've just recently come in the first words in our podcast you know or at least in the first minute are spoken by tim rogers himself that's from true UMI. so you know you can't you're not say. doing, you're not you're not doing, doing too terribly bad. bad but i remember um the, when it was first on air, or maybe the first season, first two seasons were on it, maybe a 7.30 time slot, which was okay for me to watch. Yeah. And then it, and then it, 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 it went slots. later. It went quite, probably about 9.30. Yeah. And I think, I think it was difficult then for me to catch, and so I watched it on reruns. But I, like, my wife, 
credits, you know, she'll see someone on TV and I'll be like, oh, they're great. I love them. Well, of course you would. That's your type. I didn't realize I had a type, which is apparently like, like skinny white brunette with like limp brown hair. And I think it came from Willow, to be quite honest. Like at a very formative age, okay. I had the massive crush on Willow. I thought you were going to say Faith. No, not yeah. Faith. Faith came in later on. You know, like yeah. she wasn't there from the beginning, and I was. was I know, but just three. just more the description. <laughs> but, but, but Willow has more. She's a redhead. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I thought of Faith. No, she's not redhead. She's like yeah, brownie she red. Is. Oh. Well, that yeah. seems to be splitting hairs there. Splitting cases. Literally. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, I loved the show. I thought it was awesome. And then I had to go watch it in reruns because it was too late for me when I was really young. Yeah, no, me too. And you I was so well? annoyed. Yeah, when they <clears throat> changed it to the later time slot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, yeah, because it was, it was past my bedtime being in primary school, school night. Yeah. It was devastating. Okay, what do you it love really about was. Buffy? Oh, there is. What's not to love? <laughs> That's the question. Okay, so probably the two main things. I love the music to it. There's some really beautiful piano scores in it. And I just think they're they're really nice. You have a really interesting perspective for the first thing to go to being the piano scores in it. Yeah, no. It has some really great music in it. And... Uh, yeah, that that would probably be the first thing I love about no it. No way! Mm. And there's the piano score. Yeah, I'm no, have Christoph to go and watch Beck. That. Christoph Beck. Who the hell is Christoph Beck? He wrote a lot of the piano music in it. There's mm. a few choice selections. There's the Close Your Eyes, also known as the Buffy oh, so Angel. You're telling no, me. no, don't close your eyes. Picture close... this. Especially yeah, not picture while you're this. driving. <laughs> exactly. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, which is, I suppose, you would associate with the Buffy Angel love theme. Yeah, like a a little motif. Sacrifice, the piano theme that plays at the end of season five when Buffy does die. I said it. Well, she dies. Well, she dies a few times. Hold on, come on, guys. She comes back. (laughs) She doesn't really die. Okay, the first. This goes off on a tangent. We will come back to the music. That was a heartbreaking moment when the master like kills her and she comes back to Mm. life and she's so sad. And I kind of do remember the music in that. Yeah, no, the first few seasons in particular. Also, when and I believe this is also the first season uh, when Willow is unconscious, mm. she goes to hospital. There's a really beautiful, um, piano theme there. I'm going to assume you have the score. Yes, I do. Yeah. And also when Jenny Callender dies yeah. in the second season. Yeah. Yes. That Jenny Callender was Giles' yes. love interest. So she was the, the computer teacher. Yes. At the high school. Also. Who was the gypsy. Also. The computer classes and the computer, like, <laughs> the, the tech analogy is hilariously dated. It's amazing. Oh. It's like they're, they're chatting online to each other and, like, the monster's in the computer. Yes, I remember that episode. And, oh, my God. And, it's, once again, it teaches you the dangers of meeting people online. Oh, I know Way so early many in internet lessons. culture. I know. Exactly. And then we're just going to circle back to a He-Man <laughs> reference now. One of those message of the weeks. <laughs> being in the fact that I, I got for Christmas um, last year the He-Man box set of like all the 80s cartoons <laughs> and at the end of each one they're like in today's episode we discussed not getting into strangers cars blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> you know like they have a little lesson at the end well, and it's almost go. like Buffy's woven it in exactly but then they were like these mid 90s audiences 
they won't take for that. You need to weave it in the storyline, exactly. then they'll listen. It's subliminal. Mm. The other thing I really like about yeah. Buffy is it's so funny. Don't They're move just... too far from the score yet, though. Cause... Okay, I can Hold always on. come back to the score. Because you're going like in the the um, like the actual orchestral and piano score within mm. it. I think of Buffy music and I think of the Nerf Herder opener. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just something else. the bands that played at the bronze as well yes oh that's right mm. they yeah yep and oh. were there any like pop like were there any like notable bands Frente that... really yeah Angie Hart Angie Hart yep, yep Angie Hart played at the bronze twice because she moved to LA because uh, like I did an interview with her a couple of years ago oh, wow. and I was like oh my god you were in Buffy and she's like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was friends with, really good friends, well, I am friends with Joss Whedon now, but I was really good friends with his wife. Oh, And she wow. said to Joss, you know, oh, you should get them on, on the show, on the bronze. Yeah. And, oh, man, so weird how that happens. But, yeah, yeah there you go. speaking of, um, like, the bronze as well, I was discussing with Nothing, Nothing Cutie the fact that because we watched it sort of growing up through our teenage years, I found it incredibly strange that they were always mm. underage going to the, the bronze. Exactly. Well, I thought it was a strange concept that they were going to the bronze at all on a yeah. school night. I you know, know, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, I'll meet you down at the bronze. I'm like, don't f- go home. Do your yeah, homework. I know. Your kids. It's like, at least at, on Home and Away, they were going to the diner. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit more wholesome. <laughs> it's like, come on. Well, bear in mind. The drinking age would be 21. Yeah. So, apparently, like... It's because you can legally go into clubs when you're younger because the drinking age is so high, oh, wow. but you have to show ID to actually buy alcohol. So you can go right. into a club and not drink there. I always thought that was a bit strange. Yeah. Well, Apparently I mean, it's kind of a really silly concept you're because once you're in the club, whether you go to the bar or not to get the alcohol, the alcohol will still find its way to you. It's it seems like an odd set up to me well if we're going to nitpick about anything there's a lot of things we could nitpick about the show in terms of well I mean let's, not, well, let's no, face no, it I'm not hang on hang on we're not going on. down I'm not, this hang on. Exactly. I'm not nitpicking the show I'm nitpicking the setup. yeah oh, the premise but yeah. I always wanted to go to the front so I always thought the front was really cool also the fact it's like not a nightclub nightclub like they play like slow broody acoustic music yeah. to suit the setting of the show and everyone just dances to it like waves their hands I feel like True Blood took that idea and turned it to 11 yeah they turned it <laughs> way to 11 yeah the show is super funny it is really funny I really like the quick to and fro's I guess yeah. you'd say yeah 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 and I, I yeah I just think just the whole like dynamic between Giles I re- actually I really like the dynamic between Giles and Spike yeah. They've got some lots of really funny moments. The the two Englishmen in the cast. Yeah. Totally. I saw you know, Giles is very underrated funny. Because, mm. mm-hmm. like, uh, Sarah Michelle well, it's Gellar was tr- It's like, dry, I guess. It's, and, I, and that's what makes it funny. I appreciate yeah. the dry humour. Sarah yeah. Michelle Gellar was, like, funny in a sarcastic, kick-ass type of way. Mm. Xander was funny in, like, the old guy goofy. type of goofy way. Mm. Like, uh, Willow was kind of funny in her innocence. Mm. In fact, that was kind of what it played off. Yeah, it was totally quick. It was witty. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, like I appreciated it. Was shouldn't be the right tense. Is is yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Well, it's still like, there. Let's keep it, it still present. exists. Let's keep it present tense. I think. Yeah, very much so. Favorite characters. Oh, see, this is they cha- it changes per season. Yeah. I, I mean, I've always really, re- as I said, I, I really like the dynamic between Spike and Giles. Yeah. So Giles, yeah. So from the get go, they were two of my favorite characters. Yeah. I really like Anya, actually. Anya. Not a people, not a lot of people do. She was a witch. Is that the witch? No, no. she was the ex vengeance demon. Oh, and right. She went okay. Out with. Um... Xander. Well, right, they, okay. They yeah, yeah. Got almost got married. Yeah. Yes. Hold on, mm. pause for two seconds. Did you just raise your hand? Nothing cutesy? Okay, the yeah, she likes Anya too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I, I don't remember much of this season Anya was in. I barely remember well, her. Well, she was actually there quite quite early on. So do you really? remember Cordelia? I yeah. remember Cordelia. Of course I remember Cordelia. So, okay, so... When Xander and Cordelia broke up, yeah. of course, because, you know, the Willow and Xander... They, yeah. were, they were the odd couple. Yes. Yeah. So... They were the Ron and Hermione. Yeah, exactly. That sort of, yeah, didn't, did, didn't end up. But yeah. anyway, so when Xander and Cordelia broke up, Cordelia was venting to Anya, who mm. at that time was a vengeance demon, and she mm. wished, I wished... Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. Yeah. And that was her first appearance, so it would be probably oh, yeah, season remember. three. Yeah. And she was sort of constantly there. Yeah. And then from about season four, five, actually became a regular cast member. Yeah. Credited at the beginning. Yeah. You? Pointy? Um, I'm just trying to reprocess what was just said then, because I'm like, well, I did say she was a witch, and which was not technically correct. But given I haven't seen this show in quite a number of years, <laughs> the explanation of, of what happened... No, no. I was thinking of the right person. You were. I was just yeah. like, you there were. was some sort of supernatural thing where she changed stuff. So it was kind no, no, of witchy. No, no, she's a demon. So yeah. Willow... But it seems like technicalities. What was Willow's girlfriend? As far as, like, what eventuated. Girlfriend in college, the Willow's girlfriend. Tara. Well, Tara. 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 Yeah, because it's but American. Tara. Tara. Tara yeah. yeah, so she was also... So they were both witches. That's the same with the other the other vampire series of note in the True Blood. It was Tara. It's like, not Tara. Tara. It's Tara. Yeah. No, that, that actually really annoys me throughout yeah. this year. Yeah. Because it sounds like Tara. Yeah, Tara. Yeah, it's, that's how they say it. Mm. It's, it's like how nobody knew how to say Hermione until the movies came out. Yeah, it's I think like, when I was reading it as a child, Hermione. It's like you don't, you don't even say the word; you're just like, oh, it's that word. <laughs> it's that Hermione, it's the H word. That's yes. who she is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, so, I, so what was your favorite uh, character? Well, be? I don't know if it's favorite character, but one thing that always sort of like comes back to me is like, was it there one season where it was like, I think it might have been one of the college seasons where okay. the the baddies that season were like the baddies. The yeah. End. Well, or maybe it wasn't that. Maybe it was another one. It was like kids or something that were like. So well, with this... there was like a team of like three dudes. Oh, that season, season six, yeah, so trio. So... Yeah, and I was like, that was I so. Was... John- Jonathan Warren and um... that's it. I don't know. Wait, never... it'll, it'll I, I don't know. They're necessarily it'll, my favorite, it'll, it'll but like that sort of came to mind straight away to, to me. me. And also because I just didn't want to say some cliche thing like. 
Spike was my favorite character. It's okay. That is okay to say Spike is your favorite character. Oh, I know it's okay, but I was just trying to dig out from the depths what else what else I could remember. Oh, it is. It is. I cannot. It is annoying me that I cannot remember the third nerd in the trio, Andrew. And he's the character that makes it through out of the trio. He's the only one that makes it through to the last episode of the the series. The series, and he features really prominently like he's living and he comes through right doesn't he do some yeah, good stuff yeah, yeah. yeah he's sort of you know he wants to be you know redeemed uh but you know he he lives he's their hostage who bakes major spoiler alert because i can't quite remember how does the whole series end okay so basically the first so the original evil is is the the big the big bad the big big the bad big, the big, the big bad. bad that's referred to throughout the seventh you know, season makes the master look like you know an ant exactly exactly so recall there's the hellmouth that yep. is under the school yep mm-hmm. that it was actually the library was directly above yep so the hellmouth was jaws all along <laughs> so basically Andrew he is so the first can appear uh to people um well in the guise of people who have passed away mm. but can't take is it corporeal corporal you yeah, can't corporal, take corporal, corporal, corporal corporal form you know corporal form corporeal yes. yeah corporal and so he's sort of you know playing on people's minds and he um appears as warren to andrew so warren is the out of the Other trio. Geek. Yeah, he's the one who was, you know, the engineer who, you know, made the Buffy bot, if you remember that episode. Yeah, vaguely. Um, so the, yeah, the robotic girlfriend. Anyway, so... Just like weird science. Just like weird science. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so... <laughs> Someone, if you're listening, pick an episode on weird science. I don't care who it is. I'll take you on. Yeah, so anyway, so he has died. So Warren... Yeah. So Willow plays Warren for shooting Tara at the end of the sixth yeah. season. Okay, so Andrew, well, Warren appears to Andrew, but he's actually the first and convinces him to kill Jonathan Yeah. Uh, to use his blood to open the seal. Um, but Jonathan's a little guy and there wasn't enough blood or something along those lines, but the, okay. it, the, it, it does, <clears throat> the Hellmouth sort of opens Um Reluctantly, reluctantly, it opens, <laughs> it opens and there's uh, an Uber vamp comes out. So okay. an Uber vamp is like an, a really ancient mm-hmm. vampire, um, and then uh, there was, but there wasn't enough blood. And then Spike is taken hostage because it, recall he has now got a soul. Yeah, and he is being haunted by the first as well. Yeah, uh, because he has had. You know, he's to play a bigger part in the the first's plan to wreak havoc on the world. Uh, so essentially, the whole <coughs> seventh season is about finding out what's going to avert this disaster. Okay. So potential slayers come into the storyline. Yeah. Which I don't know, was really a bit get precarious. Yeah, there was no mention of potential slayers in the earlier six seasons. Because the thing that gets yep. my goat about it is they all have watches as well and are sort yeah. of being training in preparation to be maybe called. So where the hell have you been all this time? Yeah. yeah. When Buffy was called, she had no idea. Yeah. You know? It's, I don't know. It's, yeah, okay. it's, I'm not a fan. 
And well, as I, I said, they're all... Yeah. They'd kind of be like, if Luke died in Star Wars, and they were like, oh, what? There are all these other would-be Jedi's. But you thought you were the only one? I know. Well, I mean, Big we said you were the only two one. Obi three. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm not a fan of the potentials. Anyway, so they yeah, all no. they all congregate to Buffy's house, and um, you know, Buffy finds this. Oh, there's also Caleb, who he is the, uh, I guess the the vessel, the human vessel that the the first you know uses when he needs to sort of. Oh, is he a preacher? Or yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I remember so remember much of you too. It's really <laughs> you something this. inside you. Yeah, and so he he's sort of he features in the in the whole battle, I suppose. Uh, but it turns out beneath the Hellmouth, there's not just you know a handful of Uber vamps. There's a whole army. Yeah. Of Uber vamps, and anyway, so Caleb the preacher is trying to get at this this ancient weapon that. <coughs> Um, guardians, which uh, basically were women who apparently always looked out for the slayer. Yeah, this is a this is a detail that comes out. So they're like defensive slayers rather than offensive slayers. Well, basically, how it works. So back when slayers were created, three magic men sort of. Um, Frankincense, myrrh. Yeah, that sort of thing. It's you know, all biblical. Sort of, you know, there was, um, you know, use their magic to imbue this innocent girl with slayer powers, and I think the the powers are demonic in some way. Also, imbue, of... not a word you hear often. Oh, there, there you go. Imbue. <laughs> Sorry, do continue. That's okay. And there was a group of women, ancient women, I don't know, the equivalent of the frankincense mermen called Guardians who um, created this weapon which when the time came the Slayer could wield and only the Slayer could wield it with special powers to defeat evil. Excalibur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this all sort of only comes out in the last, second last episode. They went too biblical. That's yeah, their problem. Also, <laughs> speaking no. of going too biblical... Um, I have an idea for like, like a spin-off biblical series called Frankincense Merman. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he like he like sees the shining star, and he's a merman who crawls out of the sea and crawls through land and develops like legs to give Jesus the myrrh. <laughs> that could work. The frankincense, sorry. Yeah, he's Frankincense Merman. <laughs> The Franken Merman. He's Frank. For hey, sure. Frank. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, there continue. you go. Anyway, so the the power of this of this weapon is distribu- magically distributed by Willow to all of the potential slayers, and they get activated. Yeah. And um, anyway, so Angel rocks up in the second last episode. Wearing, I, I feel like wearing... I feel like a lot of Angel storylines begin with. So Angel rocks up. So Angel rocks up. <laughs> yeah, in the writer's so room. So we're, um, just, we're so losing Angel, the kids. Yeah, Angel, <laughs> Angel yeah. yeah. Buffy's and, not getting much love. What do we... Angel. Need some more tension. What do we need? Up. It's just the bronze. Angel rocks Angel up. Angel rocks up. It's just, you know, moping in the shadows. Yeah. We need a lurker. We need a lurker. Where's a lurker? That's how they actually started, you know, the concept of Bones, the TV show Bones, because they're like... Hmm. Emily Deschanel, scientist, kind of working at the Jeffersonian. What? Oh. So Angel rocks. 
Continue. Yeah, no. So basically, I thought. That, I mean, the the crux of how they defeat the evil, the final evil. Angel rocks up (laughs) (laughs) with this necklace, which has to be worn by a champion. So someone stronger than a human. Is that what you call a a magical necklace? Yeah, yeah, but it's more of a... I don't know whether you're saying it's a talisman. I'm not sure. Hmm. You've got that word be. It doesn't have to be... There is a talisman in the seventh (sighs) season, but it's sort of just like a little... um, Hoo-ha. Yeah, like a voodoo-ish sort of kind of thing. Um, this is very, it's very, um, Dame Edna, actually, this, <laughs> <laughs> this necklace. That has to be worn by a champion, someone who's stronger than human, but has a soul. So, you know, either Angel or Spike. So Angel rocks up all yeah, fancy with yeah, bling. Yeah, with bling, exactly. And he wants to, you know, he's the champion, rah, 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 but no. Spike ends up wearing this. Does he know, have his higher purpose? Yes, that's Spike's. Well, and the, but there's nothing else... What else are they going to do with Spike? Yeah. Because Spike falls in love yeah. with Buffy, but you know Buffy's always got to go to Angel. Like that's the original. Yeah, you, you know, can't not. You, you know? can't not. I feel so like that's a bad like... message to send teenage <laughs> girls. So it's like the this... guy that you were with first that treated you like shit. Yeah. Just he and... he really did love you. Just go back. It's the yeah. best you can do. And hold on, we're going to come back to a specific point about you know Angel and. Buffy's love story because that's that's yeah, a we have, whole yeah, I know. Arc. Why so are we Duke, focusing on the seventh season? It's the this, worst. Oh, I just wanted to find out how it ends because I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, he wears this. Um, Give me the cliff notes. The hell, yeah, exactly. From here. Well, I was just looking through this watcher's guide, and it's the first two seasons. It's yeah, a very mopey cover I, as well. That's when I got it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go beyond. It doesn't go beyond the first two seasons. Anyway, so they they open the Hellmouth and all potential slayers. You know, fight the Uber vamps, but uh, when Spike uh, goes into the Hellmouth, this it's activated. This necklace is wearing, and you know, connects with his soul, and he can feel his soul. And essentially, he he combusts, and it creates a big, you know, I suppose explosion. Yeah. And uh, Sunnydale is turned into a crater. Okay. And they all escape on a school bus. I mean, it's a joyful geez. ending. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's better than burning down the gym. And the the Hellmouth is, to, you know, closed for business. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But right. as I said, the seventh season is not my favorite at all. I, I really I like the earlier seasons. Didn't it continue in, like, comics this. or something, though? Yeah, like, it wasn't easy. actually over. It kept going. Well, yeah. Well, apparently there's another Hellmouth in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> According to Giles at the end. So, yeah, there's lots of fan fiction with, um, with the yeah, you know, continued, be. of course. But no, let's talk about the earlier seasons yeah, from the 90s. So, um, but I always remember, um, speaking of Cordelia, she was always... I seemed to like her character more in Angel than in Buffy. Because okay. she was like, portrayed... I mean, I guess it's the same character. Pr- but like where she was, I guess, in... You know the her, her arc. Mm. She was annoying in Buffy, but not so she much. She was totally annoying, Biatch, early on in Buffy. Yeah. See, I haven't seen Angel. Oh, really? And I don't know whether I what whether I will go down that path. And this is the reason. I don't know whether it will sort of change my opinion of the characters that appear in both. So Faith, Angel. I, I'm with you. I haven't seen Cordelia. Angel either. And it was well, I think Faith's pretty choice. much the same character in both, anyway. Like, I yeah, don't think... because I guess I'm I'm 
aware that the characters might evolve or have other relationships which will change my opinion of them in Buffy and so I don't know, I, it's all I, very weird I like that it's almost <laughs> like you'd be cheating on, <laughs> on Buffy <laughs> <I know>. to <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh there you go so what's what's your favourite character well given the oh well I'm, I was gonna say given the time you know of my life but I still think with my penis just as much so easily Willow and Drusilla for Drusilla. some reason I loved Drusilla she early was, on she's yeah she's a good character she's, she's a really good character yeah. but as I sort of you great know, actress as well grew out of just falling in love with everybody that I saw on TV um I <laughs> with was brunette. I was a huge Lanka. fan of Oz and yeah. possibly <laughs> red-ish hair but maybe not Shut up. Well, Oz um, had the whole werewolf thing going, as yeah, well as true. as well as his band, yeah. the Dingo Ate My Baby. Yeah, yeah, um, the Dingoes. Yeah, Oz, because I, I I guess it's the whole teenage guy thing. I kind of associated with him, but yeah, um, yeah, definitely Willow straight up, Drusilla, Oz, and then yeah, going cliche as Pointy pointed out Spike, in that order. Definitely Pointy Willow Spike first though, Spikey Point. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it all makes Willa. sense. <laughs> which is why, which is why I'm kind of surprised that I didn't really go for um, How I Met Your Mother because that was her like mm. Willow Alison Hannigan's like major TV role after that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll watch it for her, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should type kind of typecast into Willow. Yeah, I guess it so. For me, mind, in my yeah. brain, but hair yeah. was too red in that show. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting that when you talk about favorite characters, nobody immediately gravitates towards saying Buffy. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like saying, like in Seinfeld, you watch it for Jerry. Like, but isn't that the point? Isn't that no, why the show exists? No, because it's kind of like no. It's so that all there's all these weird and wonderful characters can like. Orbit around them. Mm. Yeah. Like the, the like show. The excuse for the like if it there. was just Buffy on her own, it'd get pretty old pretty quick, right? Yeah. Like she'd just be like kicking butt. That's it. And moping. Well, that Like that's by itself. That's not going to hold the show. I think the issue with Buffy as a character, I think for me, was always that slight mopiness. Yes, that, that's it. And it gets but worse. It's, but it's also, it's probably what appealed to most of the demographic that they were well, after teenagers. because it's meant to yeah. be for teenagers yeah. so yeah. so in retrospect you go oh she's so mopey but at the yeah. time you're like probably like oh I get what she's feeling but then in the last season the seventh season which in is not probably is in my opinion probably the weakest of the seven seasons it's not surprising it's, not, it's not, you know, you know getting it's to late an end. in the game yeah, she, she, I don't know, she gets a little bit too self-righteous for me and is very big on the, you know, inspirational speeches and it's all, yeah. bit, well, it gets a little bit much. Yeah, it yeah. sort of misses But I mean, that, she was leading an army. Well, that's true, of potential she has slayers. Whingy potential slayers, <laughs> I must say. Well, speaking yeah. of speaking of like target demographic, I mean, I'm, I've always been, you know, a teenage girl, handsome fan at heart, but... You like, I guess you'd fall more into target demographic than we would. Although I love Buffy and I love <laughs> Charmed and things like that. Buffy was very much sort of as we were talking about before, like based in life lessons weaved into the stories for teenagers. Yeah. Did that ever relate to you? No, I, I, I didn't re, I didn't consciously yeah. pick up on it, but. No, Joss, the series creator, that was yeah. that was one of his intentions when he put the show together. It was supposed to be 
about a, but also the movie. Yeah. Like the original movie was supposed to be about With Affleck this. With in it. Yes, yes, that's correct. This, you know, strong, you know, female character. Strong jawline, yeah, dark exactly. hair. Very Affleck. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, just promoting the, I don't know, like str- the strong women, that sort of thing. But, so that was... That was his intention when he wrote the script, apparently, but it was turned more into a comedy and lost that sort of higher purpose ideal, I I suppose. And that's what he wanted to bring back into the series through the television show. Well, I guess it's much easier to execute in a a TV series as opposed to an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. Like it's probably, yeah, easier to sell that concept than... No, that's very true. Very true. Yeah, so I that's... That, I think that with the movie, you know, it's also about the time it came out. Like, around that time, it was sort of, you it's know... It's about 92, I think. We've got to make everything for the MTV generation. Yeah. It's Wayne's World, like It's got to be the same thing, you know? And something a little more conceptual probably wouldn't have worked then. I just keep thinking of, like, okay, there's the computer episode where they're like, don't talk to strangers on the computer. Yeah, because... but there's the whole Buffy yeah. angel thing. It's yeah. a whole big metaphor, I suppose. Was there say. also, like, a don't... Mm, I'm going to apologise in advance for this. Don't have, don't like, sex with other species, because that well, could end oh, well. No. Not end well. <laughs> I don't think that was the message. I, I really feel like that's a message you don't need to teach people. <laughs> that's what it seemed like. <laughs> no, don't no, have sex I... outside your species. That's really <laughs> that's... what you thought it was trying to teach you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think You're like, I'm creepy insect babies or something. I don't need to watch this episode. I think this is already clear to people. Well, no, I think it was more... Well, I suppose it's it's no... It's not a mere plot device, I guess, that, you know, when Angel and Buffy sleep together, Angel loses his soul. Oh, no, I thought there was some episode with Xander where he, like... Oh, yeah, no, no. And there was some, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about now? Yeah, yeah. Big insect demon. Yeah, yeah. The teacher? Yeah, no, the science teacher is actually, like, an enormous praying mantis. Yeah. Who... Like and you were laughing man. at me. <laughs> no, that, I don't think the lesson in that was don't sleep outside your species. I think it was. <laughs> it was like don't fall in love with your teacher or an older woman, maybe. Because she's an insect. <laughs> don't sleep with insects. That's what you took Yes. From You're like, hmm, fall in love with teacher? Fine. Don't sleep with bugs? Oh, okay, yeah. Got, if got she's it. a foxy lady, that's foxy. fine. If she's a foxy fox, no. What if Stay away from her. Like, she's a fox. Hold on. What if it was a mer- mermaid? So you sort of like had the fishy legs and the human <laughs> and the human top. You know, that's like half species. Oh, it's a grey area. It's a grey area. Anyway. No, okay, I don't know so how you navigate that. There was the one where there degrees was the of zoo grey. and there oh, the was like the, the bullying message because yeah, the, with the hyenas. The hyena, yeah. like the, the jocks turned into the hyenas because yeah, of the But curse. then that also relates to cannibalism it because does. they eat the principal. See, you're, you're taking don't sleep outside your species. <laughs> She's taking don't eat people. Like... I, I, I don't so think we're taking it. So we're, many just, we're just taking what's on offer. I was just taking quite realistic messages, like don't bully people and don't fall for your teacher. Well, I think there's also. Well, I, I guess... already knew those messages. They're human decent. People don't know things. these things. They have to be taught somehow. Yeah, Buffy is a perfect someone... medium. There's probably someone out there who was gonna maybe like have his eye on a horse, and he's like, oh, well, Buffy said no, so you know. So some people just watched alive and went, huh. 
don't, just don't eat people. Unless you're cannibalism bad. Okay, don't eat people. Must be a very confusing movie for them. It's like, but what if I die? But what if I thought you know, I, that, that was okay? It's like I was on the bus on the way to work. I thought we could have died. Yeah, it's, if we so I thought I'd died. better eat them just in case. I just brought carry a knife and fork with me at all times. Yeah, um, why not? Thank but you. no, there were heaps of messages. Like, okay, so like I think that the whole like when like Angel loses his soul. Yeah, well, so, okay, okay. Whole, I think like, that that is a, that is. Oh my god! Yeah. It's like. Once the once the teenage guy gets what he wants and he goes all cold he and he goes weird, he goes different person kind of yeah. thing. Oh my god! That wasn't an accident. That was yeah. not an accident. That mm. was so like life lesson wise. Mm. And this is not yet delving into the um, Angel Buffy conversation because that's a whole thing. So shall we have that conversation now? Can you think of any more lessons that you learned lessons, from Buffy, lessons, or you lessons. remember from Buffy? The whole Willow getting into magic. Addiction, addiction, kind of story. addiction. Yeah, like don't, yeah, don't take yeah. drugs, kids, kind of thing. Yep. The entire um, Cordelia and Xander, Xander thing relationship. Was a total, like, don't, don't judge, judge a book, book by its cover. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Which kind of falls into the Willow thing and falling in love with your friends and. Um, yeah. No. It's so many lessons for teenagers. Lessons. Just, there you know, you if you see a creepy looking guy, stake him in the heart. You know? Don't try and build a person. Don't build a person. Yeah, no, that's bad. Okay, now we can talk about Buffy and Angel. Okay, well, uh, you know, I well, I, I guess it's bad. Are you pro Buffy and Angel? Oh, well, probably the first question. Yeah, I, I'm really conflicted. Really conflicted because... I really like like Spike is one of my favorite characters. I feel I thought you were gonna go. I really like the theme that plays when they're together. No, I do. I really <laughs> do. Actually, it's a beautiful piece. Uh, but at the same time, it's like the original. You know, he he was such a big part of the first few seasons. Yeah, and so huge, pivotal. Right? And it's you know those first few seasons are my favorite. They're the yeah. seasons I love. So. Angel in the first few seasons was perfect for Buffy because you know, yeah. she's moody and brooding, and he's moody yeah, and brooding, no, and she's like it's also the got... forbidden fruit kind of. He's a vampire, but he's got a soul kind of thing. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. nurturing instinct. It kind of works, but well, sort of the original, you know, vampire romance. Yeah, mm. take that, Twilight. I, I gotta say, to... what are all these like demons benefiting from getting to Earth? Like, what's so great about getting to Earth? I think it's just to wreak havoc. But isn't isn't sort of a demon's goal to sort of just take people's souls and to corrupt people but like aren't they all going to die and they're going to get their souls anyway well no classically you'd want to you want souls of the innocent right okay it's... okay 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 no, 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 no. my question to, okay. no i was going to say it's kind of it's taking I'm taking it all back to frank the merman it's all becoming biblical it's, <laughs> Every get... it's like they 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 want their souls they want to corrupt them they want to everything you know, comes back them. to frank the merman it all comes back to frank the merman <laughs> He's an interesting dude, Frank the yeah. Merman. Frank yeah, it's it's not just about I want them all to die. You know, they have to take them. Okay. I think we should go through the the big bads. I don't even season. I don't even think we're still done with Angel and Buffy. There. No, no, that's 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 yeah. So, so what's your so opinion? what was what? the what was the thing that ended them? Like Basically, what? so if we let's he let's became f- a total jerk. Oh no! But see. We, 
this is if we run through the chronology. So, but did he do it as some sort of semi-martyr type thing? Yeah, at the end because he. Okay, let's go. Let's go through a brief nutshell there. Let's go through. Let's go through the Wikipedia summary. The Wikipedia summary. (laughs) Essentially, so okay, so we talked about he lost his soul, so he's evil, and that's sort of that is the 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 crux of season two. Yeah, because that's uh, recall that's when Spike and Drusilla. Yeah. Hit town and they're sort of a, a you know, a freaky little a, couple a together. Trio, yeah. And I'm a 12 year old going, like, yeah, Drusilla. Drusilla. What a hoe. Like, why? Why does that, why does that hit me in the, yeah. Anyway, so. In the hell mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, for Christ's sake, call this episode <laughs> straight in the hell mouth. Hit me in the hell mouth. <laughs> Oh, moving right along. Moving right oh, along. I don't know if I want to open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, certainly not the key. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was going to mention before, but there's a lot of talk in this show about opening things, closing things, and inserting things. I didn't really want to go there, but it is quite apparent. It's, yeah. it's been said now. We've gone there. They didn't even come up with your interspecies talk, for Christ's sake, and they came up with me. Sorry, please do continue. Oh, okay. So, anyway, so Angel, when he loses his soul, becomes obsessed with tormenting Buffy. Yeah. And Jenny Callender, who we Classic ex-boyfriend. Yeah, classic ex-boyfriend. Life lesson. Life lesson. Right there. You thought this dude loved you. Look what he did. Do you remember the episode where, like... He's completely changed. Buffy's, like, totally despondent, and she runs away, and she's in the city, and then she discovers, like, the the runaways. She names herself Anne. She knows herself Anne, yeah. yeah. But she discovers the runaways that are held in this cult type yeah, thing. Yeah, who like, age. They're sucked up, and they're locked in, and they age, mm. and she rescues them, and it's, like, mm. it's teaching you, you know... Don't run away because the big bad world is worse than mm. what you're don't, actually going Don't through. run away and join an evil cult. Don't join That's the cult. lesson. Don't cult. join a cult. Cults bad. are bad. They'll suck the life out of you. So maybe this show, before we continue, mm. is multi-layered for, you know, like different, different They're levels. very naive. Kind of naive. Yeah, they're very naive for the kind of and the ones that need people that are going to sleep with a horse, you know. Like, <laughs> or a giant insect or lady. Or a giant insect lady. You know, mm. if you see a sexy bug walking down the street, what do you do? You <laughs> leave that alone. Or teaching your science class. Exactly. It's, but that's the thing. That's layered for the naive, you know, mm. and the Layers less naive. Layers of naivety. Yeah. You know, like, right, if you're a teenager, you're like, okay, I won't run away. If you're a little older and you know not to run away, you're like, right, I won't join a cult and age dramatically. <laughs> you know? I've only got a couple of years left. I don't want to waste it on the cult. Continue. Mm. Yeah, we have to get back to Buffy and Angel. I'm just picturing Pointy running down the street, you know, naming himself Anne and running away. <laughs> and working at a it diner. Could happen. With an apron. Pointer. Sorry, yeah. please continue. So, we have back to the Buffy and Angel chronology. Yes. So, Jenny Callender, who was the gypsy, uh, the Romanian gypsy. I don't know if gypsy's a word we can say. That's not a thing people well, can say anymore. Yeah, it's it's in, the 90s, in, in the 90s. Fleetwood Mac wrote a song about it. You can call it Gypsy. I feel it's she like had, a she had derogatory Romanian... term. Gypsy go hell mouth. Okay. Go to hell mouth. Well, she, that is how she... You wait for the hate mail to come in. I'm telling you, it's not... Also, by the word. way, how did they name... They, they, they clearly was like naming her after things in the office. Jenny... 
Calendar. <laughs> calendar? Yeah, true. Sorry, continue. Well, that's that's um, that's the name she makes for herself because she's a Romanian. So she's looking around for the calendar. A person of Romanian descent. Descent. Philip Glass. Exactly. Sorry. So. Her people um, were responsible for returning Angel's soul because he killed a a woman, a girl in their in their clan, and they thought, what's more, what is going to be the most painful thing? Returning his soul, and he will be just in anguish of all the people yeah. that he he murdered. Because that's why that's why vampires, you know, and that's have no why he became this. Yeah, that's yeah. how he became this broody. Rudy person. Overly well, sensitive. I wouldn't say person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so essentially she has discovered how to return, how to restore his soul. Yeah. And he gets wind of it and snaps a neck. Uh, and essentially the Scooby gang, you know, consisting of, you remember, you know, Scooby Willow, gang. they... Yeah, I gotcha. Yep, yep. I had to bring that one in. Braggy. They decide... Angel has to, he has to go. He has to die. But yeah. he um, essentially also, towards the end of the series, the uh, demon dimension portal is opened up. I th- I believe, if I recall, that Spike and Drusilla's something to do with that. Mm, can't anyway, I can't. Uh, it's... I'm still repeating demon dimension portal in my head, going, <laughs> it's a great sentence. <laughs> yeah. Demon dimension portal. Anyway, this portal is opened and. To close it, Angel must die. So Buffy actually kills him. Yeah. But in the meantime, oh, I remember that. In the That's meantime, like Willow, Willow has discovered the floppy disk, which has fallen, you know, between a desk in Miss Calendar's classroom. Yeah. With with on the floppy disk contains the 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 spell. To return to restore Angel's soul, and she's like, like, "Oh, I can do this." And I really she... do feel sorry for that show in that it really existed in a brief period of time where floppy disks were a thing. A thing, yeah. yeah. And so they send Xander to quickly tell Buffy, "Oh, you know, we can. This situation can be fixed." But he's never liked. He see Xander had a thing for Buffy. And I and he never liked Angel because of the I loved the interplay thing. between Xander and Angel originally. You know, yeah, like, it was funny. You know, it was t- that's where a lot of the comedy comes yeah, from. You know? like yeah. the comedy's worked in there because mm. there's the broody love story, and then you know Xander does not. Just, he like just, just he's trying to convince Buffy every time. And like Angel's not around, he's not not good for you. Not good for you. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's too late. Paul Willow is like looking at him with his bare eyes. He, oh, I know. Well, well, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, Angel dies. And in the next season, though, he is thrown out of the demon dimension. Yeah. And that's <laughs> when... how the Angel season starts? Yeah. I guess. Well, that's Did when that he returns. that early on? The Angel, Angel is a spin-off. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would be at the end of season three. So the season that he's spun yeah, out of hell. Yeah. And he's sort of just hanging around in the background, and he's a bit wild because he's been tormented yeah, for. Totally and you know, right. time is you know longer, and yeah. so he's been in an eternal, well, not an eternal torment, but a, a torment for multiple yeah. years. And so he sort of becomes really civilized, and Buffy helps out with that. But then Buffy helps out. <laughs> I mean, by you know bringing him, you know, blood. Yeah. Um. You know, and. For a while, they sort of get back together. 
like she's about to go to college because it's the final year of high school yeah. and you know Buffy's she's mom, leaving that old high school dude behind yeah Meanwhile, oh well like, it's, despite and it's the fact he was well older than college you know age. exactly so um no Joyce Summers Buffy's mum also visits him and says you know what's happening you know you're so much older than him and what Joyce future, Summers what future very you underrated character yeah no I I I was really. How did she die again? She had cancer. She oh, had a right. In ah, so there's another story. Yeah. No matter how strong you are, yeah, you can't save sense. the ones you love from exactly. dying. Exactly. Yeah. terrible <laughs> <laughs> So Joyce sort of says to Angel, like, oh, you know, what kind of future can you have? You know, children. She's got to go to college. Yeah. She's thinking like and a mother. Yeah, and she's, you know, and he's been thinking about these things himself. So. Then at the end of season three, he decides to just, um, yeah, yeah, leave. And then that's more angst for Buffy. And oh, the angst. Yeah. Just and in time for college. Be, yeah. I think that that's probably around the time that she ran away. Yeah. And she tried to not be a slayer when she went to college, right? Yeah. She sort of tried to, yeah, oh, study. See, so. she turned her back on her calling. That's another exactly. lesson. Don't turn your back on your calling. Q Riley. It'll come back to get you. Q Riley. Riley, do you remember Riley? No, Riley. So Riley is one of Buffy's boyfriends. Oh, really? See, they're For bo- how long? boring too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, he's actually a human. Okay. Yeah. But it turns out he's working as a, you know, in the initiative. Oh, the su- oh, soldier. Soldier. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So they're supposed to be, yeah. you know, tagging all these. Uh, you know, vampires and demons. Yeah. But it's all for an ulter- ulterior motive, which the soldiers aren't actually aware of, of you know, creating this vamp or Frankenstein. There's another, sort of Adam, another Adam. little, you know, subliminal message that sometimes it's not the soldiers' fault. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're just to following orders. orders. More alarmist name would be the Killbot Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, well, that's, I guess. Yeah, well, if we if we now... Yeah, so Riley was one of the initiative soldiers and he hangs around for two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like a bad smell. But yeah, yeah, he goes eventually. Also, yeah, goes. you know, how can you ever compete with Angel? Jesus. You know? Well, there was always... But actually, it was more Spike that he was competing with. That's true. But mm. I, I don't know. I really feel like even Spike, you know... You maybe I have a, a man fan. crush on Angel. No, I like Spike, but you maybe like Spike, not for Buffy. But not for Buffy. I just like him Buffy. for the. He was funny. He was. Yeah. Quick. He was funny, yeah, and he was totally. Like. Oh, ah! Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? What is that? That's our house alarm, and it's currently not on. Is someone breaking in? No, no, is no. no. It's not on, so it can't be. It can't be um, broken into at the moment. But um, okay, so. We're safe. The error message on there means that the box outside is being tampered with, but it's also... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the house is being broken no, 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 no. Too. But to put it into there's context... There's a prowler. The box outside being tampered with could also mean there's a bug in there, like, a right. little, like an actual little bug. <laughs> Don't have sex with it. Don't <laughs> have sex with the bug in the box. It's a bug in the box. Um, yeah, so, like, there could Bear be... Bear in mind, we've got the dimmed lighting happening yeah. at the moment, you know. I mean, it wasn't quite thunder and lightning, like the episode <laughs> with Hannah, 
But it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we've gone we've gone through everybody. Buffy's boyfriends. Now I think we need to go back to the villains. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> okay, so we've got season one, the master. The master. I always like, liked the master yeah. as a villain. Yeah, I thought he was quite a gentleman. Yeah, he was, yeah, he had manners, and he had that weird kind of way of talking. But there was also um, it's almost Sean Connery. So there was the anointed one, which was that little boy. Yeah. Mm. He was but the, quite evil and... So, how, what was the relationship between him and the Master? Well, I think the Master... It's sort of... I think he was like... Oh, for some reason, I'm thinking the Master is sort of related to the original... The first. Yeah. Sort of, it's... Because that was bringing back the... That sort of theme. Yeah. But... Um, I think there was like you know a prophecy something along those lines that mm. this anointed one would um, lead. Oh, that's right. There was a prophecy that the anointed one would lead the slayer into hell. Yeah. So okay. Buffy found him wandering alone at night. Yeah. And, okay. And natural nurturing yeah, instinct. Yeah. 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 So and that's the first time that she died. Yeah, it mm. is. That's what that's she drowned. What I remember. Yeah. She actually drowned. That was not. That was. That was. And then really I think Xander, Xander did CPR. And also like. And that's what activated the second Slayer, and then yes. Kendra and Faith. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, what happened. okay, because she died, so the second kicked in, mm. but she came back mm. to... Okay. Yep. Um, yep. But then it's really weird that when she died the second time, and I think it's probably because she died from mystical forces, another Slayer wasn't activated. Yeah. I don't know, it was, it was already Well, there was already an abundance of Slayers at that point, maybe. Yeah. In the waiting. Um, there we go. I think that's that's the thing about the show as well. Like, you had such a comedic show that was like a horror-based show in yeah, Vampire and Horror. Yeah. But then at the same time, threw a complete emotional curveball and sucked you in the chest with the fact that you know they treated that death quite yeah horrifically. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't had a mix of everything. It, it wasn't a, mix a tri- of but it wasn't a, like a dramatic like stabbing trust- death. It was a very it was a very like mm. like honest treated like oh god like a gut-wrenching death yeah yeah definitely so that's the first season second season as we talked about is when angel went bad yes Mm. Uh, do we count angel as a villain yeah that's 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 he's a villain he's the big bad in that episode well that season douchiest of villains because it's kind of like well yeah he's killing everyone that's going around doing doing the killing jerk jerk Definitely yeah. a jerk. And then in the the third season, there's the male mm-hmm. who is actually, you know, who is becoming an immortal, is a demon, and turns into an enormous serpent and eats all of the graduating high school students. Politicians are slippery. Yeah, there you go. Ba-boom. Watch out. <laughs> but that's, and remember, that's, uh, so he's like a father figure for Faith because she goes rogue. Yeah, so that's that's the third season villain. Fourth season, we get to the initiative. So Adam, who mm-hmm. is this government creation who is very Frankenstein, so human, robot, demon. So that's why they were tagging all of the demons to so get the, you the, know, the s- best soldier parts. type. The soldier yeah, part yeah. one. Okay, so that's fourth season. Fifth season. Fifth season villain. Oh, that was Glorificus Glory, the the goddess. Yeah, yeah. The yep. goddess. Sixth season, the trio. Who? So this is Warren. 
and... Warren, Andrew, Jonathan, but then, so there... Well, that was sort of working. Sort that of... was sort of like Patsy's sort of thing. Yeah, but Willow is actually the big bad in that season because they, Warren, shoots uh, Tara. Uh, Tara, 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 Tara. I don't know what Tara. we're going with, yeah. Tara. See, when I say Tara, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't feel right. So he goes to shoot Buffy, but he just lets off a few rogue shots and kills Tara slash Tara. And that at this point, Willow is getting quite addicted with magic. So she loses control and becomes an evil witch and wants to destroy the world because she's grieving so much. And then the seventh season, the first, so the original evil... So that's so the, the last season. The last season, yep. yeah. So that's the chronology. Tying it all in. Yeah, so that's the chronology. Well, not the chronology, but the... the Synopsis of yeah, the, the, big uh, bads, the Big Bads. Of the Big Bads. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the spin-offs, Angel, you have so watched still, it? No, I haven't. I've I'm never still watched undecided. it I w- still undecided. I've watched all of it. Well, you watched what did all you of think? it? Yeah. What was your opinion? Pete Campbell's in it. Is Pete Campbell in it from no. Mad Men? Yeah. Really? Wow. He's like as the main Angel's character? son. Oh, what? Whoa! Yeah. Huh. Okay, Campbell maybe I have to Mad watch Men. it. Yeah. Is David Boreanaz's so. son? That's so He's weird. definitely in it. Whoa! I might have made the part up about him being his son. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to Google it. You're just trying to make us watch no, it. No, no, I'd have I to Google Angel it to was... say for sure. But from my recollection, he's Angel's son. I knew okay. Angel was old for Buffy. But Nothing not beauty. Pete Campbell as a son. Oh, oh wow. wow. No, I've never watched Angel, but that's I, I want to watch that. See, I think I need to. I found, I I found that Angel come. was a lot... It's not like a detective. It was more lighthearted in oh, some ways. Oh, really? Okay. It's based it, in LA, well, right? Actually, it's sort of lighthearted. There's some really dark episodes, mm. but it seemed to have a bit... I don't know. It was more jovial. I don't okay. know. Okay. Does Buffy, Sarah Michelle Gellar, appear a couple in a couple of episodes? Of episodes? Um, Faith was in it Yeah, I, a little so bit. She, she was quite a... I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think she was in it like... Every season oh, or anything. Okay. Faith was um, Eliza Dushku. Yep. Well, see, the, I, I don't know how I feel about Angel in general because the reason I didn't watch it as a spin-off was because it wasn't as, you know, commercially available on free-to-air TV at the time. I, I don't feel it was... It like, was on quite late at night. I remember watching yeah. episodes here and there. Um, it was but... never as widely promoted as Buffy in Australia. And there were four seasons, though. Yeah, oh, it was a fairly, fairly lengthy, quite lengthy run. Which surprised me. The last like, episode, well, sorry, not last episode. The last season was pretty epic. Like it was, I guess, not dissimilar to the last season of Buffy, where it's like high stakes, like yeah. shits going. Yeah, on. this shit's real. Oh yeah. look, I, I've just Pete Campbell. What's her Angel's Angel? son. We have to watch. Angel has a son in Angel. What? Oh, an Angel. But wasn't Darla? But you, you know what? Dusted earlier I in like so. Buffy. I, One of the. Apparently, she suicided in order to give birth to Pete Campbell. You know what I'm picturing? I'm picturing David. When Boreans. she was a human. No, right? I'm picturing David Boreanaz from Buffy. With Pete Campbell from Mad Men as a son. <laughs> I'm picturing the sweet across the table at each of Oh, like a hybrid sort of. It's, it's oh, really freaking wow. me out that young Pete Campbell is in it. See, I don't, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Angel having a son. Probably should wind this down. And I think, I think the way to wind it down is, you know, Buffy stars post Buffy. 
you know, I kind of, as I said before... Mm. And sorry, just for context, when we say we need to wind it up, it's not because we're not having fun and it's not good content. It's just that no one wants to listen to like two and a half hours worth. I I didn't know that we'd been speaking so long. Right. Hour and a half. Wow. A good podcast goes goes quickly. Well. I always love it when we have a guest on that knows how to keep things on track and even end it when it's time to end. (laughs) I know that I'm not having fun. No, no. Anytime. It's great. I've had heaps of fun. I think think it's more the Talking about Buffy for two hours. She starts delving into the book and it's like. When she's almost reciting what she's watching in the book, she realizes maybe <laughs> that's not interesting for anyone that's not seeing what she's seeing. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. Uh, thank you, Cecilia. Like, you're breaking my heart that we have to win this. Uh, you've uh, got to try the new song you've tomorrow. You've learned the lesson, though, haven't you? Life will she's go on. shaking my confidence daily. Well, what lessons haven't you learned from, you know, remembering them from Buffy? Have you slept podcast? with insects? Politicians are slippery. Don't kiss insects. <laughs> totally ass. <laughs> Remember that. Thanks, Cecilia. Thank you, Cecilia. Sleep.